This episode of Voice in Education is sponsored by Soapbox Labs, the specialist in voice tech for kids. Soapbox Labs voice technology has been built from the ground up for kids ages 2 to 12 years old. They have created voice-enabled literacy and language learning tools for both home and classroom use while setting a new benchmark for accuracy and privacy in kids-specific voice technology. Welcome to episode 75 of Voice in Education. This is Julie Daniel Davis. And today I have with me the founder and CEO of Soapbox Labs. She is a PhD and has over 20 years in speech recognition technology. She's an acclaimed TEDx speaker. And in 2018, she was named Forbes, one of Forbes' top 50 women in tech globally. Based out of Dublin, Ireland, I would like to introduce to you Dr. Patricia Scanlon. Welcome. Thank you, Julie. Thanks for having me on. All right. So I want to get right into it. And um, uh, Martin, your COO, as part of um, an episode, but I want to hear your story. What's your background? Why did you create Soapbox Labs? So I'm an engineer, actually, uh, by okay. training. Um, you know, I've been in the area of uh, speech recognition, machine learning, AI for over 20 years now. Um, so I started out in my career kind of, you know, started a PhD kind of wanting to do some inventing more so than just pure engineering side of things. Um, and I had a really, it was a very interesting uh, start. I was in, I worked in uh, IBM research for a time. They were leading the field back in like 2003 on, on, on voice technology. Uh, when I finished my PhD in speech recognition, um, I started to work in Bell Labs. Okay. So they're very, right. you know, that's, that's very much where you bring, you bridge, um, you know, kind of the academic theoretical research into sure. really, you know, research innovations in the home um, or in the real world, actually. So um, I spent seven years in Bell Labs and then in 2013, um, I left Bell Labs and I founded Soapbox Labs um, from actually having seen a real problem in my own life, um, right. you know, a, a real gap that I saw in the market, uh, which was voice technology for children right. uh, that I felt like I needed to be addressed. What's the vision for voice in education? Where will voice be? Why will voice be everywhere? First of all, it, it's really hard to imagine a future, right, where voice isn't sure. in our kids' toys and games and robots, but particularly in education. I mean, I've been in this area, like I said, for over 20 years, and I always saw voice technology as kind of a what wouldn't it be cool if I could use voice to turn a timer on or play my music but the more and more I thought about voice and I was watching my own daughter learn to read and using you know digital tools edtech platforms to me it seemed more of a need to have voice technology for kids when it comes to literacy mm -hmm. and it comes to language learning because you can actually, you know, have a digital adaptive learning, personalized learning platform for geography, science, maths, because you can assess the kid all the while. Like you can do this formative invisible assessment and you can constantly modify their learning path. But when it comes to literacy, to teaching the child to read or you're teaching them a language, that listening component of a helpful adult is a huge part of it. You, you know, you, you think about sitting 
alongside your child, teaching them to read, and you're listening and you're prompting, encouraging, correcting, all the while kind of unconsciously, kind of subconsciously um, assessing them and feeding back to them and knowing where they are and, and being able to progress them accordingly. So if you want to digitize that, and we're all talking about this right now with distance learning, right? Yeah, right. No, we all are desperately looking for stuff our kids can do that they can get, they can progress themselves just for a little while so we can get back to our homework or get back to our, the stuff that we're really busy at right now. And I think that's becoming more and more clear that it's a need in those things for kids to progress. That, that reading aloud for 15 minutes a day, we all know the research is there, can really progress a child's literacy um, or their language learning. And if that's not there and you know the time or you know we all know the disadvantaged kids aren't getting a lot of that one-on-one -on -one time and that is where technology voice technology in particular can be a be step change in that really and, and allow kids to to progress like and i think that's huge i, I really do you you're speaking my love language of meeting the needs with the interface that comes natural. I mean, you know, yeah. kids could hear in the womb. You know, that yeah, yeah. language is so important. Okay, so I know as part of Soapbox Labs, one of the things you really talk about is the importance of accuracy in voice technology. Why is that so important and why is it so hard? Accuracy just wasn't there. Think about this, right? Go back to where speech recognition, voice technology was back in the 90s or 2000s. It was a novelty. We had it in, uh, Microsoft had it in a dictation system. Even Siri back in 2010, 2011, 2012, it was there and everybody knew it was there. It was kind of useless because it was so frustrating because it was getting it wrong. Not, not half the time, but just like 20% of the time was getting it wrong. And what happens in that point, and there's a, there is a tipping point right. in, in all these industries, right? Particularly in machine learning, whatever, where um, AI gets less frustrated and interaction with, with AI and have it so worse than you experience with, right. with, with, with humans because you'll just stop using it, right? And kids are really smart, right? So you, you look, I look at this problem, I go, well, the kids will stop using it because, you know, if you keep getting it wrong and serving them up a canned answer, right? Or worse, you tell a kid they're wrong when they're right. Yes. Or you tell them they're right when they're wrong. You know, I think that's worse, right? So wrong when they're right is when you're really, when they are actually right. That's actually damaging, right? I mean, yes, you know, sure. um, um, you tell them they're wrong when right, you're going to hurt their confidence, right? If you tell them they're right when they're wrong, that's not educational. Right, you know what? And what are you going to be them? mad? <laughs> they're going to be mad. The parents are going to be mad. The sure. teachers are going to be yeah. mad. Like, no, the teachers are not going to use this, right? Sure. If they see it, so you know, this is what has held back this technology in the industry. It's held it back in toys for God's sake. So now, what Soapbox Labs has done is gone really quiet. We did it for seven years. We had our heads down. We were laser focused on this problem because we were not going to bring out a product to market that was substandard. Yes. And we were not going to bring out another mediocre product onto the market that kind of, you know, you know, gets it, gets it wrong sometimes, but sure. hey, you know what, we got a rough idea of how well the kids do it. Not good enough. The bar is too high in education. And actually in the world today, the expectation is so much higher because we have good technology for mm -hmm. adults. It's time to do it for kids. A hundred percent to be understood and to know you're being understood is such an important thing, no matter what your accent is. And, yeah, and it's confidence, right? And reading is confidence. And, and you know, you, 
I don't know, from my own two kids, you know, watching them learn to read, I could just see that if, if they were, my son was struggling uh, with it. He was, I could see him losing confidence. So I'd kind of change up the books I was giving him and make sure I was giving the right feed because I could see if his confidence being hit, he just pushed the book away. He didn't want to do any more. So that kind of thing to make sure that you're not destroying a kid's confidence. Love it. Um, so I really do believe this is technology that means that even if you don't have a parent at home that has the time or is able to read or has the language, sure. that they could still practice every day, right? I mean, wouldn't that be wonderful? Like that you're not going to have kids that are struggling in the classroom uh, or at least they're catching up with their peers. They're, they're alongside their peers and they all have equal chance. I think that's, that's important. Uh, listeners, I hope you're hearing her passion. Um, Patricia truly believes in the product that she's created we need as educators to know that ed tech tools are safe and easy to use and also reliable. And so it's that reliability that often makes educators turn their back on mm -hmm. tools because they go, never mind, this just isn't worth it. Uh, but I hear how much Patricia has put into this and I'm, I, and I'm thankful for that. Dr. Patricia Scanlon, thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Julia. I really enjoyed that. Thank you.